Welcome to the Craft Beer Connoisseurs. I'm Chris. I'm Tyler. And I'm Brett. And well, Todd, stuff pointing. Contractually obligated Todd. Let's point at him again. Nothing. Uh, Nothing. See, the one thing that I was going to do is I was going to point a different finger and then turn it uh, vertically. Wow. But, I mean, apparently that's frowned upon. That's almost as bad as the pointing. Uh, Probably worse. (laughs) Uh, I don't know. It probably is. I don't know. Todd's not happy, but you know what? Hang your head in shame. Um, But We we let him come back. Well, because we had to. We've discussed this. We actually could have broke the contract for this one. I think we need to look at this contract. There's got to be an out clause, right? When we have special guests sometimes, um, special producers, I think we just limit them to one, and then we do a trial period and see if the one goes well. Yeah, I do agree with that. But I feel like because we've already created and stipulated in said producer contract with the ones that are continual like this... Then this is where we get into. We've right? also set a precedent, and you the know, whole thing. Producers yeah. would get mad. No one would want to come on. Like, and we're not in that WhatsApp group. Yeah. And I'm yeah. sure there's stuff being but said. But what about we do it this way? We give them like instead of a full episode, we give them like two minutes in an episode, and then like 20 years down the road, we give them like 10 episodes. Oh man! If we're going 20, years you're thinking down, 20 years, yeah, eh? Like like Otani, like kind of do like a deal like that. <laughs> Deferred episodes. That's, that's, is that what we're doing? Yeah. Deferred episodes. Go. We're talking total time uh, for the recording. So if the recording goes 47 minutes plus, uh, you get the full 47, but anything after that, it's all deferred. Mm-hmm. Love right. it. Whoa. Can't wait for our four-hour episodes in 2038. Gosh. Oh, my goodness. So what are we here? We're the we're the end of January. We're a minute and 50 in. We're a minute and 50 in, but we're the end of January. Uh, yep. co- coming yes. up on February relatively quickly. Um, I feel like we should probably change and transition off of Todd and maybe back into the producer special uh, that Todd has written for us. So, um, thank you, Todd. Thanks, Todd. Yes. Good go. job, Todd. <laughs> Very good. So, um, the one thing that Todd does realize about us, and I will give him kudos for this, is that he knows that we enjoy talking about ourselves. Oh, um, oh, yeah. And and the Craft Beer Connoisseur is the podcast. So um, this conversation is kind of interesting because we are predicting our 2024, but I don't think it's really predictions. I think it is um, stuff that we're actually hoping to do, uh, not really predicting it because I think we can make this happen. Uh, some predictions. Do you think right? it's a prediction really? Or There's do you think a couple. This is, couple. I think we can make it work. I'm pretty sure. I've got can. confidence. I feel like if it was labeled 2024 um, non predictions, those um, would be called facts. Then I feel like we could go ahead and, and run that and we'd be fine. But I feel like Todd doesn't have faith in Why us. Why don't we just call this truth serum? Oh, Ooh, blast oh. from the past. There you go. All right. So, yeah, we're going to be talking about what our predictions are for 2024. Um, let's just kick this off. Keep it beer related. Let's do it. Stay away from a little bit of the podcast um, and what we think is going to happen with, with us uh, for 2024. But let's uh, let's kind of hone in on what we talk about, and that is beer. Um, what do you guys think will be the beer style for 2024? So we've seen in the past, we saw the Cerveza, I believe, in 2023, kind of 2022. Yeah. We saw really the, the year of the lager. The year of the lager, In yeah. 2022. We've seen the Haze Craze uh, we, come through. We've seen the uh, Slushy Sours. That was kind of like a 2021. Kind of. I would say almost like a 
COVID thing. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So there was a little bit of that for sure. Mm. Um, what do you think we're going to see for 2024? Oh, that's a good question. Um, well, that's why Todd asked yeah, the good, know, tough right? questions. Now, I know this is a kind of a thing. I've kind of maybe t- touched on this a little bit in the past where it's necessarily not the style of beer. It's more of the label of the beer itself, right? And you know labels, as yes, we know. Yes, I do know. know that. Yeah. So turning anything into something IPA is probably going to be the 2024. It's probably not even close to an IPA. But from a marketing standpoint, just putting those three letters on the label. So you think they're kind of going back to IPAs, which was really kind of 2020-ish? I'm not saying they're going back to IPAs. I'm saying marketing ploys and you know, marketers of different breweries and whatnot are going to be like, okay, here is a rice lager. You know what? We're going to call it a rice IPA. So what you're, <laughs> so what you're saying is... Or sorry, like a rice, a rice cold IPA. Like just crap like that. So what you're saying is it's going to be another year for IPAs. <laughs> it's going to be a year of beers mislabeled as IPAs. See, I heard the year of rice. Oh. <laughs> I, it could I do enjoy a good rice longer. So you think it's going to be mislabeled IPAs? Yes. Bold choice, Kyle. Let's see how it plays out. Chris, what do you think it could be? <laughs> uh, um, I don't know. I feel like all the kind of most popular styles have kind of been done. Um, but I think, you know, in our last episode, you mentioned an interesting style, Brett. It was the uh, smoothie stout Um Maybe there will be more smoothie stouts in 2024. Maybe. Maybe that's another collab we could work on. What is yeah. going on with you two? What? That is so obscure. You want to know what they're going to do, though? Label market. an IPA. Yeah. <laughs> such a niche We're gonna call it, We're going to call it a stout IPA. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go with something that might be more sensible. Okay. <laughs> What I'm thinking is a sour raspberry <laughs> milkshake IPA. You hear me out? That no. sounds familiar. Yeah. yeah. No. Been I, there before. I think, you know what, we've we've done some lighter stuff. Um, I feel like the way that things have kind of gone recently um, in the beer market with some of these breweries kind of shutting down, um, I'm feeling like we're going to go with something that's a little bit more traditional. Um, I'm thinking maybe like... Um, like a pub ale or like a brown like or a red ale, something like that. I think we're going to go with something mm. that's going to be heavy in malts uh, and get back to the true core of um, beer, traditional beer or craft beer. I feel like we're going to go maybe that way. It's going to be something that's going to be um, heavy malt forward. Uh, all jokes Also aside. known as an IPA. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, all, all jokes aside, I just kid because I'm... Um, don't really like the fact that different places label things as IPAs when they're no. not IPAs. And I, um, I respect that. Yes. I do. Um, seriously, I think it's going to be more of the low ABV beers that are going to kind of take over this year. Low ABV, high high flavor? Yes. You're going to see a lot more breweries come in at that, you know, 2 to 3%. Ooh, I don't um, maybe, that. maybe even 3.5%. Nah, maybe I even 35 so. too. I think, yeah. um, not going to say border on the non alcoholics because those are becoming a thing too. Sure. But I think beers that uh, have a little bit of alcohol in them but are at a lighter, lighter tense uh, in order to make them more approachable, more drinkable for um, different people that are outside of the craft beer world. Um, yeah, I think that's more so where it's going to go. 
And it makes sense for it to go that way because not everybody likes a bourbon barrel's 12% stout. I'm just going to say this. Not everybody's in the market no, for that. It, but, it's true. But I think if you're looking at like a four to six. I will say anything below four. I'll go anything before. Oh, okay. Four. All right. So you're thinking kind of like a lot of session stuff. Yes. I think that's going to be kind of your. And you're going to see some session stouts. You're going to see some session sure, sure. sours. You're going to see more of that type of stuff this year. I do think that we're going to be in the four to six. I'm going to go brown to red ales. I, that's what yeah, I'm going to go right. with. I want, I want like I want like nothing a heavy, wrong with traditional, like a heavy malt kind of uh, flavorful beer. Chris, I'm you okay with that? Yeah, I'm okay. Chris so is okay. we have three. I don't three. know if you know this, but Chris is okay with drinking beer at any time of the day. Uh, we've talked about that last week. Doesn't matter week. the percentage on sure. it. But uh, th- I mean, that's it's hard to kind of uh, put a finger on this. And that's what's interesting about um, a lot of different industries, but specifically the craft beer industry is like um, if you are very kind of like honed in on what your customer base looks like, then there's probably not going to be a whole lot of change year over year. Um, but if you're looking at more of like an international market, then you're going to see some of those transitions. And we've talked about the big four, big three, big five, whatever we want to call yeah. it now, um, taking on again, more of the market shares of craft breweries and the craft beer is they might be catering a little bit more to um, some of the larger international markets, which you might see them shift again from like a, a lager to a, a dark ale, um, et cetera. So we'll see Yep. See what happens. We will see. Well, Todd thinks uh, non-alcoholic beers. Maybe that'll continue to grow this year because there's been, you know, kind of a, a bit of a rise in 2023. Uh, so maybe we'll see some more non-alcoholics. <laughs> not on this podcast, you. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. We we might be getting we some might. non-alcoholic yeah, stuff. Know. And again, there's nothing wrong with a non-alcoholic uh, beer, but. Are we going to consider that a beer? A beer, right. Right. Yeah. Untapped does. Untapped, so guess, ha- untapped has it, but does it yeah. consider it a beer? Yeah. I think that is a debate for when we have another producer on here that we can talk more in depth about that. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think that a beer has to have alcohol. Like, I, you know, if not, yeah. it's just flavored water. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Okay. Well, uh, the next prediction we might try to make is... Uh, is there an Ontario craft brewery that you believe will take a big step in popularity in 2024? Only if they partner with the craft beer kind of series. It's simply the <laughs> only way that they'll be able to it reach the, the ceiling only which way. they want. Yeah. So I'm going to go first. Um, I, I'm going to, I've had a few things from this brewery and I've been pretty impressed and I think they can, they can do some big stuff. I'm going to say fine balance brewery. Ooh. That's a good one, actually. Yeah, thank That's you. That's a good one. Yeah, yes. Uh, for myself, um, it's it's kind of tough because there's so many breweries that you can put within this uh, context, uh, and it might not even be one that's opened yet. It could be. Temp- it's true. It that, could be one that comes. Uh, I hope you pick one that does not exist yes. right now. Oh no, Stradamus himself. <laughs> Wait till I make it. No, um, but for me, I think it's. Um, Oh, I'm gonna. I'm, I'm stuck between two because one of them actually is already pretty well known. That's the uh, tough part about uh, but this, right? It's gonna take a bigger step this year, maybe getting into more LCBOs, and, and that's gonna be Willibald, I mm. think. Uh, obviously, they make their gins and, and seltzers and whatnot, but I think you're gonna see more of their actual beer line be um, better and bigger this year. I mean, you also have a beer called the Big Five, so I mean, you're doing it okay, right? <laughs> um, and the second one. <laughs> 
uh, for me is I think you're going to see um, something like, let's say, maybe a counterpoint or a um, short finger kind of shoot up there a little more this year. Okay. I know people have obviously had the products before and, and they've made some good stuff, but I think it's going to be that next year where they are going to really make some uh, even better stuff. Okay. Tyler. Yeah, I, I struggle with this one a little bit um, because I do think that there's a lot of breweries out there that have kind of hit their stride and they're okay with where they're at. Right. So I don't think there's going to be a whole lot of like, oh, well, we need to kind of do better. Um, and I feel like that's kind of where the market is right now. It's like we've got to hold kind of true to where we're at. Everyone's in their groove. And and not kind of deviate from that um, for right now. Mm-hmm. So like I'm just kind of going through a bit, and I, I, as I said, I do I do struggle with this. I think one that might be able to kind of crack a little bit more might be Town. Um, we've had some really yeah. good stuff from Town before, and I think that they might be able to expand what they're already what they've already got um, and really showcase um, some really fine beers in, in 2024. And they did a good job being uh, paired right beside us at Paris Drinks Fest. Because they were right beside us. It was great. Yeah, no, it, it worked Please out definitely really well for us. Lucky them. But yeah, it, 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 is, it is tough to kind of predict something like this because I feel like there's a lot of breweries um, that have survived a lot over the last couple of years. I was just saying this. What about Paris itself? Yeah. Right. Yeah, and yeah. and we've talked about Paris, and we we should reach out to them again, maybe in twenty twenty four, and and see about doing a, a collab again. Another brewery that does very traditional kind of European beers as well um, would would be nice to see something um, that we we could help them out with. But yeah, I feel like Town's got the potential to kind of go in any direction if they if they need to. If they could do a lager, they could do the IPAs thing. Um, yeah, but I like your uh, your initial pick brett where it might not be someone that's even open yet like when we saw third moon open for example like they just burst into popularity they they had i think was three services before covid should have been down yeah uh like them a place like wood brothers like just skyrocket in popularity and and fun fact third moon i was i got tied into instagram last night for some stupid reason and third moon's available at a craft beer shop in ireland Wow. wow. Okay. Yeah. So that's that's so they're making the rounds, right? Yeah. yeah. I don't know how it's getting shipped over there, but uh, I'm sure they're figuring it out. Interesting. Well, uh, Todd thinks that Sparrow Brewing in Cambridge will uh, take a big step in popularity yes. and this that is, year. That's one brewery I haven't had anything from. I should have actually, when I was in Cambridge there a few weeks ago, I should have stopped in there. Yes. And got, and got some stuff. And, you you know, were at Forefathers, I yes, believe. Yes. And, right? and, and yeah. you know, say hello and. Give what, him a card, a couple things, all the things. What I'd like to see is is a brewery from up north. And we, we kind of talked about this previously when mm, yeah. we, we've had an episode on this. Um, but it'd be nice to see something a little bit northern Ontario kind of make its way down here. Leak down this way and, and really succeed. I've heard some good things about 46 North up in uh, Sudbury. Yeah. It'd be nice to yeah. kind of see their stuff down here. Sure. I was almost debating doing an order from them. We'll see. Anyway, um, so. I, you're debating with who? Tell me my, yourself. My, my inner self. Yeah. <laughs> no, his wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, put that out to the also group. Also known as my inner self. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Anyway, so uh, Purchase Todd's next kind of point here is we unfortunately obviously have seen the fair share of closers and mergers in 2023, and obviously there's been some loaner payment uh, deadlines from COVID. Uh, do we feel this is leveled out, or will we see a larger than expected amount again in 2024? Uh, I think we're going to kind of be on the same pace. I think it's obviously gonna, you're going to see a few close. Um you're going to see a few merge. And it's one of those things that, you know, we obviously don't know the back financial backgrounds of most of these breweries too, right? 
pardon me, but at the end of the day, I've always said, if you make good beer, people will come find you, right? Yeah. So if you're going to make good beer, you're going to make good product, people will find you, which means they will pay for your product, which means necessarily it might help you, right? Um, that's just my two cents. I mean, five cents now because we round up in Canada, but it's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would say I would anticipate you know about the same probably in 2023 uh like you mentioned brett these breweries are private businesses so we don't know whether they're making money we don't know whether how much they're making money and so ultimately it's up to them and you know maybe some people just don't want to be in the brewery game anymore and they want to get out so i would expect to see a decent amount um in terms of mergers as well as just breweries closing and and we we've said this before but you know at some point 400 breweries in ontario is probably a little bit too much but i also are probably going to see some breweries still open too as i kind of mentioned right so yeah i know for sure and i think that that's a good point right when you have 444 municipalities in the province and you have almost the same amount of breweries yeah is it was a little bit oversaturated and we knew that there was going to be a little bit of a rebalancing and it's it's tough to see because these are people's jobs this is their livelihoods um and and that's why we really started the podcast is to promote as many as we we possibly could um now we look at it and say in 2024 we're probably going to have a very comparable year in 2023 um i think we will see some rebranding um it might not be complete shift it might not be uh, new management, it just might be a new rebranding, yeah. Um, just to kind of create a little bit more of a of, of a spark. Um, which, I mean, there's another brewery that oh, could take off go. this year too, right? So, well um, played, well played. Thank you. Yeah, unintentionally um, great, I guess uh, is how you can describe me. Uh, <laughs> so, but those are the things, right? And um, it'll be interesting to see what really kind of comes of it. We we hope that everybody can find a way to create their own uniqueness and put that uniqueness out um, to the industry. So, yeah. Yeah. Chris, what do we got there? What's next? Uh, so in terms of our plans for 2024, uh, do we as a podcast have any anything upcoming, any collaborations? Well, you're going to have a main episode every Thursday and then a producer okay. special on our off Thursdays. That's oh, true. okay. <laughs> Somebody says that from time yeah. to time. Yeah, that sounds like uh, the conclusion of this episode. Yeah, almost. <laughs> and that's it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, we don't know exactly. I think we got to kind of leave it a little bit open yes. right now. A couple, tell couple the future, irons right? in the fire. We, we yeah. do have a couple things kind of uh, brewing. There. Brewing, will. yes. Yeah. We, I will. Yes. Uh, which is good to see because again, these are opportunities for us to connect with breweries and then breweries to our listeners. Um, we started the podcast with the intention again of, of promoting beer and, and breweries, and we want to continue to do that in 2024. I'll speak on behalf of all of us and the, the yeah. rotating producers. Um, with that being said, uh, we find that collaborations are a great way to show a little bit of behind the curtain um, these unique opportunities allow us to dive in a bit more and get a little bit more um, substance of of what actually occurs at a brewery um, and provides a bit more of a, a detailed um, look at, at their operations. And uh, to Brett's earlier point about like if you make good beer, then people will come. 
Also, if you tell a good story and people feel connected to the brewery, people will also show up. And if we can be a vessel for that information, um, I think by all means, we're open yep. to, to the collaborations. And we want to reach out to some more. Um, I know that there's been some breweries that we've, we've talked to in the past. Events that we want to go to, we want to get out to Great Lakes at some point. I, yeah. I, we've talked about yeah. that for a, a good year and a half. Um, Cassie figured out, uh, <laughs> but but there there are opportunities out there that we we do want to come to events and and, and I think also as as uh, we've mentioned internally, I should say. Um, 2024 looks to be a little bit less busy year personally for all of us. Yeah, for sure. Um, so we are able to um, offer a little bit more time than what we were doing in 2023. Um, but in terms of being able to go out to different places and and, and do that versus uh, previous years when you saw us a lot in 2022, didn't you? Um, so we're going to kind of get back more, to that yeah, nature yeah. Of, of 2024 in terms of being out to more things and, and seeing uh, seeing you and seeing beer. Right. And and people seeing us, yeah. That's that's also good. Yeah. Yeah, and I think one thing, and this is going to sound kind of lame, I guess, kind of saying it, but it, and very corny and cheesy, but ultimately our success is based on you as the listeners um, and guiding where we go and what we do, tagging us in things, taking us in brewery posts, um, informing the brewery that you want us there because that engagement, um, we have breweries reach out to us all the time and say, hey, like, what can we do? What, what do you guys do? Do you want us on a podcast? What's that look like? What, like, what are those steps? Um, and I would say probably 50% of the retention is, is probably coming from like user engagement. So, um, it is huge that, uh, you continue to listen obviously, but like tag us in those breweries or those events. And hopefully we can offer opportunities like we did, um, not really in 2023, but in 2022 about tickets to festivals and and stuff like that, that we were able to, to provide those as, as additional avenues, which is again, mutually beneficial to all parties, us, um, cause it, it helps bring people to our podcast, um, the brewery itself for their event, as well as then, um, the individual who wins the contest. So yeah. hopefully we can get back to a little bit more of that. Um, all we need is Chris to show up, Brett to go hundred percent and, uh, me to also go hundred percent. And a so good producer. So right on you, right? Well, it's it's yeah. We're all point we're all pointed Todd to get in that WhatsApp group and actually do some work. <laughs> he won't. <laughs> all right. You guys got anything else you want to say for twenty twenty four? I think it's going to be a good year. I think yeah, twenty twenty four will be a good those, year. See those listeners uprise and uh, see uh, what other countries you can reach. Yeah. Right? It's nice to see. You know, we're. I think we're what up country probably, we're number one in for a while? We're Nepal. Nepal, thank you. Yeah. That's yeah so we need you to be back to number one in Nepal, I think. Yeah, we were doing great that. there. We had great numbers in Nepal. <laughs> uh, so much so, I was very certain I was going to learn their national anthem just in case I had to make an appearance. Um, anyways, 2024, uh, it might be a confusing year of what style of beer, but it's not going to be confusing for what podcast is going to be your top podcast, which is going to be the Craft Beer Connoisseurs. And that is going to be it for today's producer special. Thank you again for listening. Keep on listening every other Thursday as the Craft Beer Connoisseurs release a new episode and on our off Thursdays for these unique producer specials. And remember, drink responsibly, support local, and don't drink and drive. So from all of us, and the last time producer Todd will ever be with us, I'm Tyler. I'm Brett. And I'm Chris. And together, we're the Craft Beer Connoisseurs. <laughs>